Hello, beautiful people. I want to start by thanking you for deciding to share space with me. Facts with Fantasia was inspired by a few people close to me that saw something I didn't necessarily see at first. And because of them, I am so thankful to have started this channel. If you want to learn, laugh, and love, this is a podcast for you. I will take you on a journey from teaching to sharing my life's experiences. My eyes tell a story, and I'm told they are captivating. (laughs) My smile will make you smile, and my chocolate skin is just the icing on the cake. I'm by no means perfect. I am perfectly imperfect. Now, don't get it twisted. This isn't only for women. This is for men, too. The topics discussed are for all my kings and queens. Listen and take in this week's episode. It is my pleasure to serve you. And my motto is to live life and love with purpose, on purpose. You are now entering a judgment-free zone, and I am just right. So this season, season two <laughs> of this beautiful and wonderful podcast, we are introducing various women throughout this season that will be able to have conversations around topics that are sometimes touchy, that are sometimes that sometimes we don't um, feel comfortable in having. And so we're going to have that. And I have three women that showed up for me today. And I was just telling them before I even hit the record button that they are my A1s. And so I'm happy for them to be here. So I'll let them do introductions before we get into this slide. Because you know, as you know, I love, love, love starting off with some quotes and then with some quotes and featuring on those things so we can have the conversation around that. And today's topic, topic, excuse me, is relationships. And so we'll get different perspectives and we'll just have a natural conversation as we see fit. Um, but before I go, does everybody that is present have something to sip on while we are here? I do. Yeah, here, here. Good, 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 good. So I am Fantasia and welcome back. Happy 2021. My hashtag for this year is 2021 will be a testimony. And I don't know that I said that in that manner. I've been saying it a lot this month, but I can't remember if I said it in that way, but 2021 would definitely be a testimony, and I think for all of us. And so I'm happy to share. So we'll start off with who's on the screen first. My best friend forever in a long time, 
uh, go ahead and tell them a little bit about you if they have not known already from two of the previous podcasts that we had. And then we'll just kind of go in order and start talking. Hi, yes. Um, so it's me, your favorite Lady T, um, Tanya. Uh, super excited to be here with you today. Super excited. It's season two. So um, I'm ready to have this conversation and just share with the masses on, you know, what my perspective of a relationship is. So um, for those who don't know me, we have been friends for, I don't know, 20 plus years, um, you know, not to date myself because <laughs> I am cute and young and stuff, um, but 20 years or so. So, you know, it's just good to be here. I'm good. I'm happy to be here with my auntie and my mom, my second mom. So, you know, it's like a family affair. So it's really nice to be here today. Thank you. Absolutely. And moving on to auntie and the only one, right? <laughs> yes. So hi, everybody. My name is Ebony, otherwise known as Auntie. Um, and I am glad to be here and discuss relationships, you know, whether personal, professional, you know, family. So let's get it popping. And last but not least, my mama bear. And the crazy thing is people might be like, she did a podcast with her mom. Absolutely. Because one, we're best friends. <laughs> and two, um, she gets down for the get down and I can be who I am and show up and be present. And so this is, that's what I said. This is, these are my A1s. And so I appreciate you all and I love you, but so you can introduce who you, who you are. I am mama. I'm Ingrid. I'm mama bear. Auntie to lady T. My sister, Ebony. And I love you guys. And I'm here to give spill all my tea. If I have any tea. Spill. Spilling the tea? <laughs> Spilling tea. Are we spilling tea today? I don't know. I guess we'll see. You're going to learn some things today. You're going to learn today. You might. (laughs) Spilling up the tea. Okay, speaking. So I have a quote um, that I'm sharing. If you're watching us from YouTube or if you're just listening, I'll read it aloud. And then we'll just kind of speak on how we feel around this particular quote. So throughout this, I will have three additional quotes that I'll pop up every now and again, but I I am going to release this in a second so that we can see each other's faces a little bit more um, presently. So it says, you don't need someone to complete you. You only need someone to accept you completely. Now I'm going to say that again, because when I seen this, I said, but you know what me, when I see the quote, depending on what stands out to me and resonates the most, I choose. And so this one again says, you don't need someone to complete you. You only need someone to accept you completely. And so ladies, let's go. Let's see what we feel around this particular, um, what we feel around this particular quote. And I'm coming to our main screen. So I'm just going to So that, that, that quote is, is, it's a loaded statement to me. Are we okay? Okay, so echo. So um, it's a loaded um, statement. So the, the fact that you don't need anyone to accept you, you know, you just, you, uh, I, f- I forgot, but you complete. don't complete you, right? You just need to accept them for who you are and who you are completely. That speaks volumes, right? Because sometimes we, we as individuals, we look for people for acceptance of people and, and we don't really let them 
we, we don't really be our true selves. Mm. And, and that there causes a lot of um, friction. And, and, and so we mask who we really are to be accepted by others. Mm-hmm. And we should never have to mask who we are. If someone can't complete you, you know, or accept you for who you are completely without you wearing the disguise, then the relationship is fake. Hmm. Yeah. I, like I, think that. I think it's easier said than done because you do have women out here who need someone to complete them mm. in order mm-hmm. to make them feel good. And they, that's what they feel like. Right. Right. They don't, they don't know their self-worth. Mm. So, and right. they don't but, know their self. I think they don't know their self. Right. Right. You know their self. So you might think you're one thing, you know, and I think that's the whole, like, like Auntie said, it's a loaded statement it's a loaded um, quote because accepting me completely also means accepting me as I grow and learn about who I am and evolve into the woman that I'm going to be so who I am last year five years ten years when you met me is not who I am today but you still need to accept me today if you're going to accept and love me completely because loving me completely means loving me and the person that I am becoming as well um, so I, I definitely agree that it's loaded. Um, right, through the good and the bad times. Harder, you know, it's harder said than done. Easier said than done, excuse me. Um, but I think that's, you know, if you're in a relationship, that's part of the relationship is growing together and allowing that person to grow. And even in ways that you didn't think that would be possible. Mm. Yeah. That's good. Why your face look like that? What you thinking? What's happening over there? Oh, oh, you know, she know who I'm talking to. <laughs> uh, just thinking about my relationship and seeing if it um, is the same as what Tanya just said. Mm, okay. But you know, you can have one person who's willing to grow, and the other person is just stuck. And we talked about that too, because sometimes also we think that we're willing to do something and we're still, we're also still stuck. Right. And so we have to be open to the masses, right? And so open to everybody growing in their own separate ways and being different, but then also communicating with one another in order to be great. Right. But there, there are people who are just stuck in their ways. Yeah. So so what do you do if someone is stuck in their way? How, how, How do you manage that relationship then you know because if they're stuck in their ways that doesn't allow you to be your your true self so how do you navigate that i'm gonna do me okay or they have to either follow along or get off the boat which we know they're not getting off the boat okay we've been here what 26 going on 27 years well nobody's getting off any boats (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> no no one's getting off any boats <laughs> yeah, and then to touch on that um that whole like you know that scenario that we just kind of talked about where oh before the person, before we aired no 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 one oh. person is is stuck or seemingly stuck right because it's perception right. i perceive that that person is stuck but maybe that person's person is growing 
I'm just not able to see the growth. And let me say this. Let me let me just let me give you this kind of picture that I, I heard um I don't know last month, um, which changed the way I thought about growth. So think about it. When we're young children, some of us, maybe not all of us, my parents didn't do it, but I saw some of my friends' parents kind of every year ticking off on a wall, the same wall, <laughs> as a measuring stick, how much that kid is growing, right? Mm. Every year, it might be an inch, two inches, maybe some years they have a growth spurt and it's five inches, but it's, it's minimal, but it's still growth. So the fact that we can't see the growth happening because we're there day to day, when we put that child up against that wall, we can see that last year you grew. Mm. It's not what we expect. It's not even what we think growth is because when we think of growth, we think we should be able to see the difference, whether it's the height, the weight, the, you know, whatever it is, we should be able to see the difference. But some growth is so small, but impactful because at the end of the day, it adds to the whole person. So you might grow two inches, but when you turn to be six, nine, then I'm like, oh Lord, where'd that come from? Right. But it came from all these years of growth that I didn't see, but was still happening. So my point and kind of given all that is that people are growing, but we almost have as humans, this preconceived notion of what growth looks like mm. and how growth is measured, but everybody don't grow the same. Hmm. Mm -hmm. so, I, love that no. I love that. I love that analogy and that um, perception, especially when it comes to talking about people making change. I don't know everything that you said in my mind, I'm listening to you, but I thought about change in people in relationships. Right. And so how sometimes in relationships, we feel like, dang, this person isn't changing for me. But what, wait, what? Changing for me, they shouldn't have to change for somebody else. They should want to change for themselves. And so they're not going to do it for anybody else for any reason, you know, other than what they want. And somebody may make all my minute changes, right? Yeah. For somebody. But if it's not for them and the value of what they bring or what they expect to see from their change, then it doesn't matter. It's temporary. And so yeah. I can change in a relationship for somebody, say for instance, and I'm and this is not me because I don't smoke. But say I smoke and I said, oh, my husband doesn't like me or my significant other or my partner doesn't like me smoking. And for that reason, I'm going to stop. So I stop temporarily, but I feel like but then I pick up that habit again because it's something that I'm changing for someone else. And so it's forceful. It's not something that I intend to do for me. And so until I choose to do it for me, then technically the change doesn't matter. So even in, with that being said, like even in my past relationship, I wanted that person to change. I wanted that person to make things different for us, for me. However, if that person didn't see that it was significant enough to change and to keep that change, not only for me, but for themselves, then it wasn't going to stick. It wasn't going to be impactful. And so ultimately we had to part ways for that reason. And that person may be better off for somebody else because of all of the, the, the journey that we've been on to be able to be better for themselves once they really sit and realize what they lost. But, um, but anyway, what you said resonated to me in the sense of people in relationships and growth and changing, but doing it for the purpose of you and not for somebody else. And so that brought light to me on a conversation that I was having previously. And I think that it just shines bright because sometimes we can't have those high expectations and thinking that people are going to do what we think they should do. Best friend, right? Because 
we want them to do a certain thing and, and, and we think that because we would that they should and that's not true. Right. Hello. Because we would that they should and that's not true. Did y'all catch that? Yeah, I like it. You look so professional right about now. Tag I should tag that. Like I should have a headline. People say I have a nice voice for for radio Um, and stuff. I had to throw on something. These are my new glasses for 2021. (laughs) Okay, okay, Lady T. Now, all right, now. Gonna get all this goodness, this black girl magic. You gonna get all this yes in the president house like huh ring my door bell please i'm speaking (laughs) okay (laughs) okay that was my kamala that was my kamala 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 okay well i also wanted to say um tanya i i loved your um your analogy it it was it was really um profound like you know when you sit and you think about the growth that people have and how you broke it down that it was really enlightening so that, you know, whether it be, that could even apply to yourself as an individual, you know, when you sit and you think about it, you know, like, you know, am I having growth and to just, you know, hear the analogy and, and put it in perspective and apply it, you know, it just shows that everyone has growth. It's just that we as individuals don't always see it, you know, or recognize it in the time that we want to. But we just have to remember that the growth is still happening for everybody. Mm-hmm. And, but I think this ties back to communication. You know what I mean? And that, that's right. going to be key because, you know, everybody's having their individual growth and some may be faster than others or slower than others. Or, but I think if the communication isn't there, then that growth can, can be almost obsolete. Mm. I definitely agree with communication. Communication is everything, everything. And so in the analogy, I think about the communication as that 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 baseboard. I keep looking over here because I'm looking at my doorway, right? So the doorway represents the communication. Because Go ahead, teacher. Talk about or record. So when we talk about communication, we talk about the doorway, we talk about putting that hashtag. We're recording that, right? We're we're we are setting in its stone. We are showing that it has happened. We are, you know, showing the difference, right? So communication, I just think about as making those those marks like, hey, this is what has happened or this is what I'm thinking or this is where I'm at because you should be able by talking to me to hear that I'm not talking like I was talking two years ago or even last year. And that's growth. You know, that's kind of how we measure our growth through communication. So yeah. As far as relationships, um, definitely think it's important to communicate. But what happens when there is no communication? Then there right. is no relationship. Huh? And I say that because there's a few things that are needed within a relationship and for, for that relationship to thrive and survive. And so a lot of times, right, in relationships is sex money, communication, trust, right? All of those things are needed. And ultimately, if you can't communicate with somebody, what type of relationship are you having? Mm. And I have some tick marks for what I expect my Boaz to have. And communication is definitely one of them because God has him for me somewhere. He's waiting, right? I have to, I have to um, progress in my own way first and I have to let go a lot of things second 
But um, anyway, communication, how, how can you possibly, and this is, this is relationship or friendship. Yeah. How can you possibly have a relationship with male or female partner, lover, friend, wife, husband? How can you possibly do that without good, pure communication? It's going to be hard. It's going to be hard. And then sometimes communication can change over time. You can communicate at the very beginning and you feel like that's great. And then over time you lose that. And so then you feel like, where do we go from here? And so I say that there's no relationship without communication because communication is key and important. We have to communicate our needs. We have to communicate our wants, our desires, sexually, financially, physically, you know, all of that. And so we don't have communication. We don't have a relationship. And that just, that made, and I'm not saying that people should end their relationship because they're not communicating, but I'm not walking around with a ghost. So I need to be able to communicate with you and you reciprocate the effort too, because I can communicate all day because y'all know I'm a talker. Right, no, no, no. but that doesn't mean that the the person that I'm with do, does the same thing, and so you have to work that out. But my thing is, even if you communicate, if you know, you say maybe what the issues are, what you like, or whatever the case might be, then they do what you say when you communicate. But then stop. Don't wait till I have to communicate it to you. You should automatically be doing it anyway. Right, but that comes back to the thing that I said that we can't change people. Right. And right. And so they, they make a change momentarily, temporarily, temporarily, what our wants are, because we communicate that to them. But then over time, it changes back to what they want, because it's only up to them to make the change because they want to, not because right. you want them to. Right. Right. Auntie got something to say. She didn't reposition. I'm, I can't Re wait. Reposition herself, got her drink and everything. No, I, I was just saying. So to your to So your statement if there's no communication there's no relationship but a lot of people have relationships with no communication but are they are they good is that a good thing i'm not saying that it's a good thing but i'm just saying that people do have relationships with either bad poor or lack of communication i wish so, you said right so the thing of that becomes you know it's, it's, it's not healthy. Absolutely, it's not healthy. Right, but, right. but those type of relationships do exist. Absolutely. And to that point, um, that takes us back to the original quote that you had up. You're not really, you know, people don't really accept you for who you are, you know, and you, so because you're not being your true authentic self once again, because if you're not able to communicate who you are and what your wants, needs and desires and things are, you know, regardless of the type of relationship that it is, then, you know, it's, it's, it's about being true to yourself. Mm -hmm. And, and so that the communication piece, it just speaks to everything, you know, full circle. So I was, um, I agree with that. And then, you know, I'm a teacher cause I'm a mom and we teachers now, cause you know, we got this dual role that we're doing. And, um, this week we were talking about root words, right? So it was one assignment we're doing, second grade. Well, what's the root word of this? So you like, said you're a teacher? Well, I mean, I got kids and we in the pandemic. Oh, I thought, I thought you meant, oh, okay. I thought you meant you was a teacher, teacher. Well, I am a teacher though. I, I train at work. I teach professionals and I teach children. So okay. I am a teacher without the degree. But, gotcha. Um, <laughs> so this week we were talking, you know, it was, the question was like, 
circled the root word, right? And so, of course, with kids, you know, that we learn from our kids, we learn from whatever we do, it's, it's constant growth and learning, right? Lifelong learners. I believe I am a lifelong learner. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so when I thought about this podcast, it's like, okay, well, what's a root word in relationship? Because when we say relationships, it's not just our intimate relationships, it's our friendships, like Auntie said, it's our colleagues, our work relationships. The fact of the matter is the root word of relationship is to relate. Mm-hmm. I can't relate with you if I don't talk to you. <laughs> Hello? So... Like you said, Auntie, there are a lot of relationships that are out there where there's no communication, low communication, or just over communication, right? And I think there's a there's an extremes at both ends, right? You want to kind of be medium because I don't need to know everything, and I don't need you to think that you're the only person that I can relate with in order for this relationship to work. But at the same time, we have to have a balance. If we don't relate and if we don't talk, how can we? grow how can I know about you if we we're not talking if we don't talk about you if we're not communicating so I think it's it's like one of those deal breakers in my opinion so and it comes it back is, to without communication there's possibly no relationship and even though you may be in a relationship and it may be for years it's still broken in a sense because the communication isn't there the barriers are broken and so then you get complacent with this is where I am. This is who I'm with. And so I'm not, I'm, sometimes we can be fearful of change and, and, and everything else. And so communication is a big deal. What if, but what, if it, what if there's no communication and some people just become okay with that? That's being complacent with what you have. Right. And I think that opens the space to fill that void with something else. Not mm. saying, you know, mm. something else with somebody else. Somebody say something. Mm, right. Not, with that one. You know, an intimate relationship, right? So when I say to fill that void, if I feel like um you're, you're not able to do what I want. Or just that when I'm not able to communicate, then I get a friend who I can talk to. Or <laughs> then I I I'm I'm overindulgent in my work. You know what I mean? Right. And so that work kind of takes that place of of you know who I would communicate I, I just always want to be work because that's what fulfills me instead of and I'm not saying that the person has to complete you back to the quote but at the same time there are portions that you add to me if we're all puzzle pieces and our relationship is a full puzzle then you have a piece that I need in order to be complete not that you complete me technically but does that call for cheating so she said not always intimate I heard what she said I'm back to my question. Relationship, but at the same time, I think that some people are not fulfilled by sexual desires. I might be fulfilled by accomplishing every degree. I may be fulfilled by, um, you know, rising in my career. I might be fulfilled by being the 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 baddest, the boldest. But that's you. No, she's just she's just giving a variety. So people may be fulfilled in different ways. So people may be fulfilled sexually, depending on what they desire. People may be fulfilled intellectually, right? People may be fulfilling that. People take up up hobbies, and people take. So you may turn to the church. You may put your knees in the church. You may start crocheting or knitting. You may start, you know, reading more. You know, so. You, you, you don't necessarily have to stop step outside of a relationship. And, and this is, a, of course, a 
intimate relationship, but even in a friendship uh, type of relationship, you don't necessarily have to, because I find so often that sometimes when like, and, and this really bugs me about, you know, a lot of like women relationships and things like that, or it could be women and male, but say you're not speaking and you know, you guys are having a disagreement and things like that. You know, often sometimes, you know, people start to talking bad about the other one, right? Mm. And I feel like there's no need for that, you know? Like, just let that time heal itself and, and kind of let it move on to what it be, you know? Because sometimes people ask you, well, how's so-and-so doing? And, you know, even though you and so-and-so may not necessarily be speaking, they don't need to know that, you know what I mean? Because you don't want to say something out of turn that later on you're going to regret, you know right. what I mean? So I you just kind of just let it be and just be like, oh, you know, let, you know they, they good, you know, because they good is a, type of answer to where like they can't say you said this or you said that because then when you guys go back to rekindle or reunite that friendship you know what I mean you you don't want there to be that underhandedness or that backstabby piece that kind of comment that, that you made that's still laying out there oh I thought you said this this and the third well, yeah, exactly we and that you also know, speaks we, to maturity and your character you know what I mean and, and yeah. so that it, it, it goes a long way you know what I mean so we, we got to remember that, you know, sometimes um, less is, is more mm -hmm. in those instances, if you ask me, less mm -hmm. is definitely more, Yeah, you I know, but hobbies, you know, and, 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 and then it doesn't mean anything because even if you, you're not with your, uh, you know, with your female friend or whoever it is, you can still take up, you know, going to the movies by yourself, doing different things, you know. It doesn't mean that you're cheating on them per se. It just no, means that, that you felt something that's my hobby. Okay, well, that fulfills you. That's <laughs> that's you. that's neat. It that's definitely great. fulfills me. That's great. <laughs> you fine. And and it's good to take the latter because ultimately, if if you're loyal, um, that shouldn't be an option anyway. Yeah, definitely loyal. I so. think in relationships, you honor that person because if at some time, you know, and honor that person all the way out through good times or through bad times, regardless if we're friends, if we're lovers, if we're colleagues, I, ha I have a responsibility to honor our relationship. Absolutely. And mm -hmm. that means I'm not gonna throw you under the bus. There are things that I know about you or you did, or you, you, you didn't go to lunch, you came back late, you know, just stuff. But you were my friend at some point and I thought you special enough to call you my friend because now we're talking about friends or if we if I'm in a relationship regardless of what that relationship is I gotta honor you you know mm -hmm. what I mean and I have to be understanding enough that you know maybe you had a bad day maybe you had a bad year maybe you had a bad five years and I just had five years but um Ingrid to to your point um just to circle back Real quick, I think that, you know, what I've learned is that cheating don't always have to be sex. Cheating, mm. I'm addicted to my work. I'm addicted. No, you, you said you're addicted, but I, I'm talking no, about. I'm not, she's not addicted. She didn't say that. Hold on, pause. <laughs> no, no, I got to work. work she's addicted. She gave an example. Right. No, those are just examples. Yeah. Right. I, I'm not referring to any of us in this group right here because I know we're all loyal to whoever we are with. I'm just speaking in general. You know, you see people um that step out. That's what I'm saying. I'm not I'm not referring to to any of yeah. us. And I'm, I'm just, just saying and my whole thing is 
stepping out. Because there are people who do step out. If they're not being fulfilled, whoever, whoever they are with, they are going to step out. Okay. Oh, no, so wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I know, no, no. I know, but I want to speak to something that you said. Because some people step out and they are being fulfilled. Mm. Come on now, somebody. Because I just want to speak it. on that piece that you, that little piece that you said at the end when they're not so, being fulfilled. Because some people step out when they are being fulfilled and they're just greedy or they have insecurities of their own. Huh? And so they do what they do because they want to and it's a choice. Not mm. because they're not getting a specific thing. And I had a conversation with a male about this before on saying... You know, so if your woman or man doesn't do what you expect them to do, is it okay? No, it's not okay. But then also, if you choose to do that thing, that's on you. And it's right. not because that person isn't fulfilling you and the desires that you need. It may have other reasons behind it why they're, doing, why they're doing it. And it has nothing to do with you. And so mm-hmm. for anybody watching or listening, it's not, it, it, sometimes it doesn't have anything to do with you. The guy asked me, so based on your situation and your relationship, do you think that you lacked in any area? Oh. Hell to the no, I don't think so. However, over time, my over time though, I'm going to be honest and I'm being transparent in this moment. Over time, things that I once did, I stopped doing. Why? Because of the things right. that you did to me and the way that you made me feel. And so then you intensified what you were doing and made an excuse for it because I stopped fulfilling that need in any sense because of what you did to me. So you have to realize what you did to me to make me stop doing or not wanting to do or changing up the way that I moved based on what you did to me and how you hurt me. But you don't see that because you're stuck in your own way and your insecurities or whatever the case may be. And you want to do what you want to do. And you're going to, your choice is your own. But so I want to speak to that and say that it's not always because of what somebody is not doing or lacking of, because I can be great in my own right. And when I say great, I mean, sex, cooking, I'm educated, smart. I get it. Talk about about it. I get it. I'm good. But over time, sometimes people put you in a space where you stop doing or being the person that you once were because of what they've, what you've been, what you've experienced. And so then they then use that as an excuse. No, but what was your excuse originally? Let's go back to that. But people don't do that because over time, people just kind of get stuck and complacent in their ways. And um, they're thinking of what it is and they don't realize how things have shifted or changed based on something that they may have put in. So it's not always what somebody's not doing. I just want to say that. Okay, next question. (laughs) I think ultimately... um, a lot of this, you know, and, and kind of like get us back on focus to where we was or whatever. The ultimately this, a lot of this comes from self-love and, you know, us loving ourselves and being secure with the fact that, you know, knowing who we are and knowing what we want and knowing what we will and will not accept. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take one. So now, okay, so my question to you all, because we're going to kind of switch gears just a little bit. We're still talking about relationships, right? Um, Do you feel like if somebody ever told you that they're so busy, that they're so busy that they can't commit really to this relationship, or they're so busy that they have all of these things going on that, you know, the relationship won't flourish? How do you feel about that? Like, has anybody ever said that to you? One. And two, if they never said it, do you think that that's real? Like, I'm, I just got so many things going on. I'm so busy. What does that really look like? I know for me, if you really want something or somebody, you'll find the means to get it. 
and have it and keep it. That's just my own opinion, because I know even with work, with the nonprofit that I started and with my family and other things, if I want it, I'm going to get it. But that's just who I am. Right. So I can't yeah. speak to everybody else. But at the same time, it, it makes sense to me in regards to relationships, businesses, all that, that if I want something, I'm going to put in the work and I'm going to put in the effort. And so if somebody doesn't do that, they don't necessarily want you. Right. I don't know. Speak to it. I don't we know. Kind of had this conversation before where um, say you're interested in someone, mm. but you don't want to have a relationship, mm-hmm. but you want to be friends, mm-hmm. but they're not being into you the way you want them to be into you. But the thing is, they want to be, they want to have a relation. They want to be in a relationship, but you don't. Are you kind of understanding what I'm trying to say? I'm listening. We are listening. Um, I'm trying to get to your question that you just asked. Okay. Um, so Is you mean ever too busy, right? Huh? huh? Is anyone ever too busy? Is it really something that you're too busy for or something that you want or don't want? Well, if they, if they're saying that they're too busy, they're not meant for you. Correct. And I, I, I agree with that, but I also agree. I mean, think that, you know, um, we place things in different, um, the glasses are coming off y'all. <laughs> <laughs> we place things, you know, what is a priority to me is not a priority to you. Right. Mm-hmm. In our lives, um, what fulfills me, I'm going back to fulfilling is not what necessarily fulfills you, right? So I'm an individual who I'm good with me. It's been me all the time. It's nice to have somebody that I can kick it with every once in a while, but at the same time, I'm good with me. I can, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I am in my community. I, I work. I do all these things. I'm busy. I got a lot going on. You know, um, my career, I'm good. I don't really need anything. That puzzle, okay, going back to the puzzle pieces that I use, that puzzle of a relationship, a physical relationship with somebody is not a puzzle piece that I'm missing. That's not my piece. Mm. My piece is I want to be this and I want to be that or, you know, I want to have this much money in the bank by this certain time. You know, we all have different things that complete our puzzle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes in a relationship, you might be in a relationship or trying to be in a relationship with somebody who you trying to fulfill this puzzle piece, but that ain't the piece they need. Hmm. I like that. You know what I mean? So I personally think it is true that it doesn't matter. And that's no fault of my own, you know, because I'm just the puzzle piece that I am. There's 375 million puzzle pieces to put a life together. I just made that number up, of course. <laughs> Think about a puzzle, a box, you know what I mean? A, a puzzle box, you get the new box. If you're missing just one piece, you can't complete that puzzle. Mm-hmm. So what if that piece is the relationship. What if that person just doesn't need a relationship to complete them? Mm, yeah, I like, I like that. that one. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And so I and I get it, but but I, I think Auntie started, you know, in the beginning of our conversation with being honest with yourself mm-hmm. 
you know, so that you can be true to yourself so that I know what I want. And if I'm, if you're not my puzzle piece or it is, okay, I won't even put it, personalize it with saying you. If a relationship is my not not my puzzle piece that, um, that completes me, then I think it's my responsibility and it's my moral obligation that if I'm in a relation with somebody that I have to be honest, listen, I'm not looking for a relationship because that's not what I'm looking for. That's not my puzzle piece. That part, communication. The communication, right? And so I think that people, you know, it's cool, it's good, it's fun, a couple years. You know, you got your mask on, I got my mask on, but then mask comes off. Literally. You're mm -hmm. eight, nine, and it's like, ooh, or, or even year two, you know, depending on the relationship, you One, know, three. mask and it comes off and so I think that it's important that you know we're honest with ourselves and knowing what completes us because a relationship might not be what it is you know and then if you're the recipient of you know you're not my puzzle piece or a relationship is not my puzzle piece I think you have to be okay with that and continue to honor that person because I, I cared about you and my feelings are hurt as you know right. my feelings are hurt because I wanted to be your puzzle piece mm -hmm. but that ain't your you know, you needed a square and I'm a circle. And, and it just didn't fit. I like go that. Ahead, go ahead, Miss Analogy. Go right. ahead. I like that. Like, I love that. And that resonated with me today. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it in my toolbox. And I'm going to come through it. with the analogies. Right. Like, I'm going to save it for safekeeping for sure. It's the glasses. You <laughs> she took, she, I said my toolbox. She oh. gonna, um, so when you took the glasses off, we got some real. So keep them off. Take them off. Keep them off. <laughs> Take them off, girl. I felt that. I felt that question. I really felt that question. And, you know, it's through growth that I've been able to come to that place where it has nothing to do with me. I'm not lacking, to your point. It's not me that's lacking. I mean, I'm not perfect. And I certainly might not be perfect for you because I'm not your puzzle piece. Was that me? Right. Yeah. Oh. That's Miss Johnson. No, it's me. I'm changing slides to introduce another quote here. Okay, go ahead. That's that's all. Over and out. <laughs> so next the, question. The next quote on the screen um, for those who are watching or listening. Mm. It says, "The wrong person makes you beg for attention, affection, love, and commitment. The right person gives you these things because they love you." I'm gonna say it mm. again. I'm going to say it again because this one resonated with me on purpose with purpose because um in in finding yourself in in feeling out with you know kind of just figuring out life and relationships and things like that we kind of get caught up in just wanting something and not necessarily knowing that what we want is not necessarily what we need and so we shouldn't have to do a certain thing and so again this quote is the wrong person makes you beg for attention, affection, love, and commitment. Whereas the right person gives you these things because they love to love you or because they want to. Or because they know you deserve it. Because you are, you deserve every piece of it. And so if you, and, and so I have a list. So I don't know if I told you, I think I did. Last year, at the end of the year, around my birthday time, I made a list of things that I wanted, list of things that I didn't want, list of things that in regards to a relationship that would that would make me feel great. Um, and so 
uh, some of those things are here. Like I shouldn't have to beg for attention. I shouldn't have to beg for affection. I shouldn't have to beg for love um, and commitment. Ultimately, the person that is for me will be for me. And so those things wouldn't even happen. Like it, it wouldn't happen and it would connect on a different level. And that, that puzzle piece will fit me on whatever capacity. And so again, the wrong person makes you beg for attention, affection, and love and commitment. But we have to be able to see that that is the wrong person and not try to let, okay, let's see what's going to happen. Let's see what changes will be made. Let's see if that person communicates because that is a thing, right? But the right person to give you these things because they love you and because they want you and because they see the value in you. And so I wanted to speak to this quote and see how you felt about it. I'm gonna leave it, on, leave it up for just a little bit, but I'm gonna take it down in a second so you can see it. Well, me and auntie went through this back in our days before okay. we were who we are with now. Back in the day, okay. Back in the day, because she took me on this speed road chase. Oh, and Lord, I, have mercy. I remember this. Oh, one. Lord. The mm. speed chase. Girl, I thought I was in a movie. But that would have been a person that she had to beg for attention, affection, love, and commitment. She did. She was begging. But she we was begging for attention. But she wanted to kill me in the process of her begging for that damn no, I wasn't trying, Alex. I didn't want to kill you. I, I know she didn't want to literally, I know she didn't want to kill me. She wanted to kill that person. Yes. But we hit the car. I hit my head on the dashboard. She apologized. <laughs> but that's, you know, and I've been through that same situation where I didn't do a, a car chase. But, you know, you know, people say, well, you don't need to kill him. He ain't good for you. I had to learn that on my own. Yeah. And I had to say, after so many years, this is not for me. Mm -hmm. Same thing with auntie. Right. Same, you know, the same, same thing. thing with me. Had to see that. Everybody. You know, right. right. You, you go through those things, you know, right. and, 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 and it's part of all of our growth, you know, I'm yeah. saying, and I'm like, wow, you know, I can't, I mean, I remember it, but it's like, you know, <laughs> uh, it's a vivid memory for her. She almost died. <laughs> <laughs> and she always says that to where she almost died. And yes, I forget, I, I, my apologies against this, you know, love, yeah. it wasn't, it wasn't intended. I know, but you know we know have it. all been a fool or a yeah. sucker for somebody yes. and you know love hurts and sometimes yes. we do things that are so out of character yes. you know to where it's like you know I should never have to step out of myself in that way or that manner for the sake of love because or love to put somebody else's it. life at jeopardy for that <laughs> <laughs> and I think it's when passion dictates our actions yeah oh, she got the glasses off go ahead girl there, you know, it's, it's, we're always going to end up with the wrong thing. Mm. My passion can't dictate my actions. Mm -hmm. um, and it's funny, you know, this kind of hurt my feelings, but I'll share. Um, Cause I think, you know, I, I know that I'm growing. Mm -hmm. And so this was one of those, I hate you that you said this, but I understand that you said this. Um, it was like, uh, you know, Auntie, we can't see you. So, you know, okay. Yeah. My bad. I'm in relationships or I've been hurt so or I've been in so you know I've been at this for so long that I know that in any relationship I always keep a little something for myself mm -hmm. what do you and mean so that, like you don't give everything to that relationship oh okay mm. always keep a little something in your pocket for you right so that hurt my feelings a little bit I'm like damn but then how do you give yourself completely but at the same time how many times do we give everything we're depleted and then we start making decisions based on our passions because we got nothing else in us. Mm. We've given you everything. Mm -hmm. And let me, so ask, I just, 
let me ask you guys a question because I've heard people say this. Um, you meet someone, you give them your all, you fall in love, and then you break up. And then someone said, you always have to keep falling in love until you find that right person and give your all. Is that true? What's the question? Yeah. It's like, the thing is, people don't, they don't like to go out and keep falling in love. You know, oh, keep they feel hurt from their past hurt. Right, right. Mm -hmm. So what do you do? Do you keep trying? Or like Fontes, you said, you have your list of things of what you want. I have my list. I do have my list of things that I want. And I know that God is purposefully planning it for me. And I know that there's some things that I have to let go of or change um, within myself in order to be open to receiving the things that are already there for me because my life has already been planned. Even though I'm a planner, um, there's things that I you know, plan to do, whatever the case may be, but ultimately I, I can't foresee the future or what somebody is supposed to be for me. But um, to your point, I don't believe, I believe in love. Right. So I believe in committing to that, regardless of how it feels or makes you feel. And if you have to do it over and over again, then right. do it. Okay. Because if you don't give a hundred percent, in my opinion, of you, how are you to expect that somebody can try to do that for you? I agree. So if I'm dating somebody and I feel like I'm giving it all because I should, and it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. I've learned from that journey and experience and I move on. But if I hold back so much of me, then technically I'm not giving them the complete me. And so right. when we when we start building on what I'm giving them and it's not all of me, then I'm a stranger. When years pass, months pass, and they feel like, oh, okay, well, wait. And then they feel like I'm changing. No, nah, I just didn't give you all of me because I held some back for myself. But is that right? So no, I want to go into each relationship that I had that I feel like maybe meaningful with all of me completely. And so um, in saying that, whatever happens, happens. And then I learn from that experience if it doesn't work out and what I thought that it was going to happen, you know? Um, so I think based on personal experience that I should always go all in. And, but then ultimately, yes, may, I may have to deal with the fact that it didn't work out. And I have to pray on it. I have to sit with it. I have to meditate on it. I have to work through those emotions and feelings that I have and then move past. But I can't hold back because of somebody that hurt me, somebody that did me wrong, somebody that mistreat me, because then it may deflect from the person that is trying to really be complete. Pursue you. Yeah. My opinion. I, I'll go. I've got a lot of thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> So, okay, if we take it to the Bible, right? I'm gonna just take it there for a minute and folks who, you know, you don't believe in the Bible, you don't believe in God, just, you know, fast forward this couple 15 seconds or something like that, you'll get through it. But the Bible tells us that the greatest commandment, what we are due, the most important thing of all is to love. Mm -hmm. The Bible also tells us to protect our heart, to guard your heart because out of it flows the issues of life. And so speaking from experience, I'm kind of in this teeter-totter totter moment, but reminding myself that, number one, I have to always have hope that what God has planned for me, and I know that it's love, is going to come to fruition. So I can't go from situation to situation saying, oh, I thought this was love. It didn't happen. And now I, I don't want to do love anymore. And that's easy to feel like that. I mean, to be, if I'm 
truly transparent, that's kind of where I am in my life right now. I don't, I don't, it's almost like you stop believing in love, right? But you but, can't give that up. But at the same time, we know that to God and whom I believe in and who I know I serve and who I know has set my life for me, that's the greatest thing is love. So I can't stop believing in, in love. And you know, not that like fairy tale love where, you know, you got all these little hearts. Can you put some hearts coming up off of me? I wish I could. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna think about it though and see what happens with this. <laughs> but we have to love one another. Regardless. Yeah, we have to love one another. And so, you know, I can't be so caught up in my mind and I'm speaking to me. And, and so everybody, if you this ain't how you feel, that's fine. But it's like, love ain't always what you think love is. Because what if I was taught the wrong love? But or I'm not, learning or taught how not how you wasn't taught how to love. Or right. I do, or the or love I that you received taught. wasn't you know, right. and so to answer your question, Ingrid, you know, we can't give up on that thing. Number one is God's promises. So if you believe in God and what he has for you and what promises he's made, like Fantasia keeps saying, you know, her Boaz is out there. Mm -hmm. God, he's, he's, he wants us to be loved. Uh, Boaz. Mm -hmm. He wants us to be full. Right. You know, and so I just think it's easy and I'm, you know, guilty of like, you know what, this is dumb. Love is dumb. But at the same time, it is written. And so if it is written, then, you know, you can't. All right. I, I got I to intervene. I got I to gotta step in because I've been in many relationships um, and I kind of feel How like. How many? I'm joking. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, I kind of feel like um, I, I say now, and of course I'm married now, right? And I've been married before. And I say that I would not get married again. And I, I say that because I just feel like um, marriage is it's 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 work. It's a lot, but it's it's work. And I just but I know that not just marriage relationships in general they're work, right? They're right. hard, and you 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 get out of them what you put into them, right? right? And I just feel like in my next chapter, or you know, if it if this one doesn't you know take me through eternity that I, I, I don't want to be married again. Mm -hmm. And and I, I feel like- the same thing, you know? But right, that I, mean I feel like I don't want to be married love. again. But I, it's not the same thing as me not want to fall in love. Because right. I want to fall in love and I want right. to have fun. And I still want to feel all those good things. Right. I just want to be married again. Speaking so that is that a difference. Point, speaking to that point, once upon a time, I said the same exact thing, right? I mm -hmm. always said, this is my one and only, and this is my last. And I don't ever want to do this again because it's so hard. Like it's so hard to keep up with. It's a lot of work, it it's a lot of energy and effort, right? And yeah. so I don't want to feel this again. However, now that I'm separated and I'm reflecting and I'm faithful, I feel like there may be another marriage for me, right? And so if there is, then that is what it's going to be. But ultimately I can't count it out because of what I went through and the one that I'm in. Because that's not okay. And that's not fair to the person that may say, I've been waiting my life for you. And, and so, you know, when they find me and they say that this is what they want and I feel the same thing, who am I to say, well, you know what I said that I won't let me married again, so I'm not. Nah, if it feel good and it feels right and that person is for me and God sent him specifically for me in that moment, then I'm going to step out on faith and do it. And that's what a lot of things in my life, relationships, businesses, whatever, I step out on faith and do it. And so um, 
But can I ask you a question? Can I, can I, I, I got a question for you because you keep referring to your list and with your qualifications of what your new, you know, bay, you know, right. whatever is are supposed to have. Okay. So what happens if your new bay comes along and they only have five of the 10 things that's on your list? Are you willing to sacrifice or co a compromise? No, I already did that. Okay. So if they don't have all 10 things, then you, you, you're not going to, you're not going in. I'm not saying that they have to have all 10, 15 things that I have on my list, right? You, your list is that damn long? It's possible. I'm not going to go over it with y'all right now. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, if there's not enough things to fulfill me in the capacity that I see that it should be fulfilled, then it's not for me. That means God is telling me, and this is my faith speaking, that Fantasia, this ain't for you. And so you know what you want and you know what I desire for you to have. And so this may just be a bump in the process in your journey. And so this person may not be for you because I know what I've experienced prior and I know what I want and what should be for me. And so if he meets five of the 15, he's not for me. Because why should I have to sacrifice what I want or what God has for me for somebody that only comes to the table with a quarter or a half? Because I've already done that. And so ultimately, I feel like somebody that's supposed to be with me for eternity, like you spoke on earlier, that person should have the majority of what I want. But that person would also have a list of their own. And I'll meet those points. And if we don't, then it's not for us. And it may just be for the moment. But ultimately, it should be more than what it is. Like, I feel like I've learned enough. We go through life experiences and journeys to figure out what and we pray on if we're spiritual on what should be for us. And I know that there are things that are just not okay with my kids, with myself, with my growth, with my worth, with my value that I bring to the table. And I should not have to accept just anything because I, I want to be in a relationship or I feel like this person makes me feel good. And so they should meet the majority of what my expectations are for my relationship moving forward if it's supposed to be long-term. Again, I said that I wasn't going to remarry. I said that there probably isn't anyone else for me. However, there may come a person where they may want to remarry me, but do they meet the majority of what I feel like I deserve? What I so, so here's here's the second part of my question. So I, I, I hear you and I understand you, right? And my thing is, so over the years, right? Are you um, reassessing your list or, you know, um, changing it up as you grow, as you have your individual growth? Mm -hmm. Because what you may say that you want or what you need in someone today may not hold true in two years, That's right? Exactly because right. Of, I like that. Right. Yeah. So are you reassessing those things as you go through in your process? Because that's not about compromising. That's about, you know, having growth and you know the two of you guys have grown together and stuff so you know they may have only have eight out of the 15 that you have now but if you look back and y'all actually start or you start a relationship with somebody and in two or three years if you go back and look at that list because you've had this growth or y'all had this growth they may actually meet 15 of the 15 things that you absolutely. need absolutely so you i know? want to give an opportunity but I don't want to give an opportunity with somebody that doesn't come to the table with something that they're trying to do when it comes to my list. So okay. if they had the majority of or a half point or whatever, and so we're working on that because we're human and we have our past hurts 
or whatever, our past journey. And so we're working on that together. I'm full, I'm all for it and I'm open to it, but I'm not going to spend so much time to where I don't, that, that that person, that we're not growing together because we should right. grow together. I just, just want to make sure that you know that we're, because again, you know, back to Tanya's growth chart, you know, <laughs> we, we all have, because I love that analogy. We all had this, this growth, you know what I mean? So, and what we may think we want or need today doesn't necessarily apply for next year or, you know, within six months. So that need, that, that need may change, you know, that, that, uh, that, may change, that puzzle. Communication is key. And we come back to the point of communicating. And so we, we all have to, we both have to communicate so that we know that those needs are being met. And so I'm not, I'm not putting aside that this person isn't going to meet everything for me in the moment that I have them. But as you said, in growth and being with that person and seeing and growing together and going over those things, we have to communicate with each other to see, okay, this is working. This isn't working. This is, you know, whatever. And so now, but to say, I'm not against remarrying. I'm not against meeting my Boaz. I'm not against what is for me. And I'm not against building on those things if that person doesn't have everything. However, in the initial relationship, I feel like there are things that are needed and things that I lacked previously. And so me, in order to even say that we can have time to figure out those other things, some things just need to be in place for me. But I'm not, now I'm not against a future relationship because before in the relationship that I was in, I said, I don't want to do this again. I don't want to have to do this again. I don't want to have to build on anything. I don't want to have to. And I said a lot of that. But I know now that that's not true. Because like you said, I've evolved and I've changed and I have grown to know that that's not necessarily true, that I could possibly be married again. I could possibly in a long-term relationship again. And I could possibly see through certain things again and build on these things that these, this person lacks. But we may be able to help each other and fit, like Tanya said, that puzzle you know, or whatever. And so I'm not against it now. I was in, in the midst of it because it didn't feel good. Right. So now that oh. I'm not in it. Happen? What's going to happen? All the guys who see this on whatever platform it is, they're going to DM you and give you all their qualifications. And Mama Bear, they're not going to do none of that because, <laughs> trust me, they're not going to do none of that. You know why? Because they're I'm something like a good thing. And I'm just gonna leave it at that. Go ahead. What did you have to say? So my my question now is to to, to the ladies. So we we have been speaking a lot about relationships and what we will and won't accept in 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 um relationships with you know a significant other, quote unquote. But what about our friendships? You know, do we reassess? You know, what makes a good girlfriend a good girlfriend, or what makes a you know a good dude a good dude to just hang out with? Do we reassess those things and go back to it? You know, we may fall out with somebody, you know, a year or so ago. And do we come back to that after we've had growth and hopefully they've had growth? How do we reapproach that situation? Food for thought. Sips mm, tea. I, I'm not going to say nothing about friends on here because they might be listening to this and watch this. So I'm going to be quiet on that one. Okay. I think that, it, I think that I, I, it applies on relationships, friendships, whatever, because a friendship is a relationship. It and is. So a relationship. Ultimately, there's growth in that. And there's things where people let go. I've let go plenty of relationships, family ships, 
and everything because it doesn't add value to what I have, um, what I'm doing, where I intend to be, where I'm going. Um, and, or maybe the communication isn't there. Communication is everything. Back to you know what you know what I love the friendship that you and Tanya have. I love that. I wish that I had a friendship like that for so many years. And to, to speak on that, me and Tanya have our ups and downs. I get that, but, but we communicate. Still, right, but you're still friends. You and I love her to the death of me. I, that's the definition to me. Your relationship to me is the definition of a best friend. You don't have a best friend? No. No. Mm -mm. And, and, and not you're to say that me and... Anything. Not to, she said you're her best friend. Not to say that okay. me and Tanya haven't been through stuff. But we're woman enough to kind of sit with the experience that we right. have. Right, I get that. That's what best friends do. You do have your disagreements. Mm -hmm. And my thing is, if you have your disagreements, you both have to see the faults. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? You got to be willing to own your shit. Right. Own it. Yeah. Right. Yes. Right. Yeah. right. And I if think you, if um, you're wrong, you're wrong. And if you're right, you're right. My thing is, okay, you can say, well, you know what? You're right, Fantasia. Or Fantasia, Tanya, you're right about what you're saying. You're not that. even right. I understand how you feel. And and even if I don't understand, okay, I but get it. But, but but you saying, yeah, I understand. You're not saying, okay, that means you're not understanding. No. No. Because we just, have different opinions. It's okay that you feel that way. I might not get it. I might not get why you feel that way. I mean, you know what I mean? Like, because of your own opinions? Correct. Because this is how, but this is how, this is your interpretation. This is your perception. This is your, and, and, and I might not have that same type of connection with that, that whatever, you know, okay. but I think with any relationship and friendship, number one, Fantasia challenges me. So she'll listen to me. She'll um, you know, she'll be on my pity party, but at the same time, she'll have to be like, you know, I'm not afraid to um, stand in opposition with you if that's going to make you grow, mm -hmm. right? And so, you know, we've had our falling outs, but at the end of the I just want to say that I love you just to interrupt the fact that I do. <laughs> and because I love you, and so I talked about honoring that relationship. At the end of the day, for me right now, there's no disagreement that is worth its weight that I'm going to just give that up. You know, if if I just say, oh, hell, you know what? Now, I might say, oh, hell, for a couple of weeks. Like, <laughs> oh, let her cool off. I'm going to let her do her thing. You know, I'm, she was feeling some type of way, right? Or, or But I know her. We, have, we relate. We communicate. I know that sometimes you're going through things that I don't even know that you're going through, which prompt your reactions to something that I'm dealing with and vice versa. You understand that our life, our lives are made up of, of all different puzzle pieces. And because I react one way to you on a certain situation doesn't mean that you technically prompted that reaction. Mm -hmm. It could be something over here that's a catalyst that's making me react like this to the situation that you having, right? That we having. But I love you as my friend. I just got. I'm gonna mute my 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 screen because there's noise in the background. That's all. That's okay. But I I know and I remind myself constantly of why I'm in this relationship with her. While I'm in this relationship, you know, is because you challenging me. You you cause me to grow to grow. You you know you inspire me. You 
when I need somebody to talk to and I feel like I got nobody in the world, I can come to you. And yeah, you might judge me a little bit, but you still love me. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna go tell my business. You ain't gonna go and talk about me dirty that I know about, you know, if I figure, you know, that type of thing. But at the same time, it's like our relationship, the value, and I'm gonna go back to talking about the value and what that worth is to me. For me, it's worth it to have somebody that I've been friends with since I was 13. We start off as best friends. I was best friends with your sister. I don't even know your sister no more. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, you know, but but it's been the growth. And because of the growth, that's important to me. And it's important. Again, there's certain things. And Fantasia, when you were talking about your list, I want to talk about, I wanted to talk about the fact that everything doesn't have the same value mm-hmm. and the same worth, right? Everything ain't like, okay, this is five points. This is 10, five points. This is five. No, some things might be two points. Some things might be one point. Mm -hmm. Some, so, you know, I'm a Libra. So I got my scales. I'm weighing these things out. And so, um, you know, you just have to balance it. And so, yeah, you might not have something that's worth one point. I might be able to, you know, you make that up somewhere else. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And that's the thing for our relationship is, is, is in any relationship, you know, you're not going to measure up to necessarily my scale and my weight, mm-hmm. but if you can have enough weight where the scale is tipped and you high, then we can rock out. And, and, and so, you know, friendships, I do think you have to reevaluate friendships simply because it's an ever changing growth process. And so what I needed in a friend now and if my friend ain't growing with me at least in some part mm-hmm. we might can't be friends don't mean i don't love you mm-hmm. and don't even mean we can't be friends it's just like you might not have that seat in my life you know? and, and and that goes to you know sometimes people were sent to us for a reason in a seat in a season you That's know they're true. not meant to be you know long term mm-hmm. you know sometimes people are meant to be you know just that that catalyst, as you said, during that particular moment in time, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And then their, then their, their usefulness has worn off. Mm-hmm. And so it's not good anymore to keep them with you because then otherwise they'll drag you down. Huh. So sometimes it, we have to cut off and, you know, get rid of certain relationships because they, they were only meant for a season. Mm-hmm. And sometimes we try to make them work mm-hmm. and, and, and they really don't hold no more value and we have to be willing to let them go. Mm-hmm. I love it. So, yeah, so I mean, well, she speak it, on that. Well, she speak to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I've learned that over the years. You know, I've had a lot of good girlfriends, and you know, do you have a best friend? I, I still have a best friend. I do okay. that. I've known since high school, um, and and we're thick as. Is it my girl? Yes, it is. Okay. okay. Um, but um, she and I, you know, like to you and you know you and Tanya, Tanya Fontaine, you know. We don't speak every day, you know, we don't, but when we, when we talk, when we communicate, it's like, we never miss the beat. Absolutely. You know what I mean? It's like, we, we, we still in sync, like no matter what. And it's like, you know, when we get together, it's like time never pass. You know what I mean? Me, and, know, and that's that good relationship. I don't mean to cut you off, but someone has told me we don't see each other a lot or often, but when we get together, they always say, Ingrid, we should have been best friends because whenever we get together, we never miss a beat. I love you, and I love this person also. Mm-hmm. So, what what is what is what is that? A friendship? That's just a title, though. Huh? That's just a title. 
Like them saying that, you know, we should have been best friends. That's a title. And so if you're friends and you're friends and if, if, if it's regardless of what, then it is. And if you decide to give that title, then that's for each other. But that's a title. Right. At any time. It's not, it's not because Fantasia and I have been friends since, you know, because in my opinion, we, we weren't best friends when we were in school. We got best friends as young adults. Mm-hmm. You know, and then growing through life. So best friend, number one, I don't know. My best friend I don't know change. who was her best friend because y'all showed up was always out at my house. Whoa. <laughs> my damn food. Well, her first of all, it was a lot of friends that That's what I said. It was a lot of female. It was at mm-hmm. my house. Well, okay, well, calm down. So it was a lot of <laughs> it was a lot of male and female. We were all friends. At her I house. Sure was. At your house, eating your food and everything else. Yep. Yes, ma'am. But over time, like Tanya said, even after high school and into adulthood is when we realize that we are for each other and we are friends and we benefit more in that aspect versus just a regular old rigmarole friendship, you know? Um, so I have another quote on the board and it's crazy because we've been talking about communication a lot and that wasn't my intention. It just came out that way. And so this quote says- Are we still going to talk about communication? No, it just says, without communication, there is no relationship. Without respect, there is no love. Without trust, there is no reason to continue. So let me say that again. And I'm going to say it slower. So the quote says, without communication, there is no relationship. Without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there's no reason to continue. And I want to speak on the fact that within my relationship that I previously had, there was no trust. So there was no reason to continue. And it took me years to figure that out. And not to say to figure that out, because God had been putting it on my heart for years to come, that I needed to let that go because there was no trust and that it kept being tested. However, it took for me to decide when enough was enough. And I decided that it wasn't a need to continue. But anyway, so we can speak to that. I'm going to let you ladies speak and continue. I have to use the restroom. But I know that we have a few more um, minutes on this discussion. But I want you to just kind of feel on this this, this topic. I'm going to stop sharing in a second. So read it again. Um, and speak to what you feel about that. Without communication, there's no relationship. And I said that. And, and I said that, and I forgot that I even put this on here because, mind you, I created this about a week ago. But without respect, there's no love. Without trust, there's no reason to continue. If you can't trust somebody, what's the purpose of continuing on in a relationship if you can't trust them? That's important. It's a big deal. Uh, is this, this, you don't I'm trying to be disrespectful, but I'm not. we done had that conversation already on this communication thing. Yeah, communication, but respect and trust. It, to me, it's the same. Tanya. I, I wanted to know if this was your quote. It wasn't my own personal my quote, but I do want to share my, my shirt. So once upon a time, I had a, <laughs> a, a, a um, what did I have? A blog post and it said, I am enough. And so we all are, we all are enough in our own right and for whoever is supposed to be for us in whatever aspect we're in, even if it's not a relationship. Matter of fact, Auntie spoke to something that said, um, you know, in regards to relationships in my checklist, it may just be that I'm supposed to be by myself for a long period of time until I find myself because I am enough. And regardless of the capacity that somebody thinks that I am or not, but I am because I am. And so I want y'all to speak to that a little bit. Okay. One thing. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, 
So. I have nothing to say about it because we already had the conversation about communication. That's my own personal opinion, my own personal thoughts. Not trying okay. to be rude or anything, just being okay. honest. Okay, well, you said that. Go ahead, Tanya. I think, um, so the quote, if I can recall, is, um, you know, without communication, there is no relationship. Right. Without respect, there is no love. And without trust, there is no reason to continue. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to um, agree with all of those statements um, and then break them down, you know, because I think that we're talking about relationships. And for me, relationships, like like you said, Auntie, you know, it it's one of those universal subjects, you know, mm -hmm. whether you have a relationship in this area and it's an intimate relationship or it's a friendship or if it's a work relationship, all of those three things apply. And I've experienced them all in each and every of those aspects of my relationships and my, my intimate relationships, my um, friendships, my work relationships. And it's just like, number one, if you can't respect me, how can you love me? Because respect okay. is the epitome, the definition of love. Mm -hmm. So agreed. If I can't trust you, how can I move forward? I can't trust you. I can't move forward because I'm always second guessing you. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to figure out, well, you know, when you said this, did you mean this? When you did this, did you mean that? When you, you know, when you, when this happened, did you tell me? It just, I agree with it, with all of that. And, and, you know, no relationship is perfect, but I think and even with the quote, we saw that the first thing is communication because I have to be able to communicate that there's a lack or that there's a doubt or that there's, um, you know, something that I'm just not feeling. I don't feel so good about this. Mm -hmm. Whether it's respect, I don't feel like you're respecting me. And you said you would respect me because you said you love me. I don't feel like I'm able to trust what you're saying or what you're doing or how you're behaving or the things that you, you, you know, I, I can't trust you, whatever that means in whatever type of relationship. Why would I go on if I can't trust you? Because at the very least, in order for me to continue, I have to trust you because you're my partner. And you know, we all play spades. If I can't trust you when you say you got six in a possible. <laughs> Go ahead with the analogy. Because you told me you had six in the possible. I relied on that. And I said, okay, I got three in the possible. Let's go with nine. Let's go with 10. Because our two possibles, we should be able to make something happen. But if you lying to me, then, you know, it's no reason to play the game. So I completely, I mean, I agree with all those things, you know, and I think that they apply to all of our relationships and we can turn it however we want it. Again, we can kind of manipulate that whole statement and put in each of these categories and it still apply and it still hold its weight. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, for mm -hmm. sure. I have, um, so many questions and other things that we could expound on, you know, all of that. I do have another quote that I do want to share. And I thank you, Tanya, for, you know, sharing your perspective and all that great stuff. It makes me happy all the time. Um, the last one here, I think this is the last one. I hope that it is. It says soulmate. So this is a definition created by somebody. And I don't know if you know who to 
say that did it. But anyway, so the person with whom you have an immediate connection, the moment you meet, mm, um, a connection so strong that you are drawn to them in a way you have never experienced before. And as this connection develops over time, we talked about, oh my God, this is crazy how this is coming full circle. So uh, a connection that develops over time, you experience a love so deep, so strong and complex that you begin to doubt that you have ever truly loved anyone prior. And so I say that to say that we... We talked, it's crazy. Look, I didn't make this up. I created these, these, these quotes and I put them on here based on how they resonated with me. But in our conversation this afternoon, we spoke to certain things that this says. And so again, a person with whom you have an immediate connection the moment you meet, I don't know that we spoke to that because that may not always be true, but a connection so strong that you are drawn to them in a way you have never experienced before, soulmate. As this connection develops over time, because Auntie said that over time things may change, that over time you may start to deflect and think differently or things may be, you know, may elevate. And so over time you experience a love so deep, so strong, so complex that you begin to doubt that you have ever truly loved anybody prior when you find your soulmate or to my point, my Boaz, right? And so how do you feel about that? <laughs> I think this, 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 this soulmate, um, I think it's a good definition. Mm. Um, I, I, I may not disagree with the, the, opening part of it, a person with whom you have an immediate connection, the moment you, you not meet. agree or disagree? I may not agree with that piece okay. of it. Okay, right, because that's what I was But saying. I do feel like um, the rest of it I agree with because when you find your soulmate, I don't necessarily believe that it's immediate. Some people say it is, who am I to judge, right? Mm -hmm. You know, but I do feel like that, you know, you guys connect in a way that is it's almost mind blowing. You know what I mean? And it makes you, it makes you feel giddy. You know what I mean? It makes you feel happy. Like you smile when you see that person, mm -hmm. you know, like it's, it's just, it's, it's just an experience. It's just a feeling, you know what I mean? And not everyone is, is lucky enough to experience that, mm -hmm. that, that feeling of having a soulmate or just being in love to that, you know, that, that level, you know what I mean? Because when you have that you know, it makes you want to wake up in the morning. It makes you want to do things that you wouldn't normally do. You know, um, it's, it's, it's just, it just feels right. It feels good. And, and I'm going to go back to Miss Analogy. All the puzzle pieces fit perfect. You know what I mean? Like, and no matter what you're going through and you're going to always have ups and downs and stuff like that. But ultimately with the communication, the respect, the trust and the love, you guys can get through all of that. So I do believe in soulmates. Mm -hmm. yeah, I love Is that, that fleeting though? So here I am back to my um, cautionary thing, you know, talked about my perspective on love and I recognize all those things, but I feel like, you know, the intimate, the, I never thought I'd love somebody. That's all fleeting. It leaves. It doesn't always leave. No, it doesn't. If the relationship isn't supposed to be, then yes, it leaves. 
But if it's supposed to be and it's meant and it's what's purposeful for you and God put it in you and, and had a plan for you, you're not going to feel that way. And the relationships you're currently in or the past relationships you have, then yes, of course, it's fleeting because it wasn't meant to be and it didn't last for so long or whatever happened, happened. But not that the relationship your soulmate that you're supposed to be with and it's supposed to be fulfilled and through eternity and even though you get through and go over some stuff. It's not necessarily fleeting. I don't know. That's my own opinion. I feel like the ones that are fleeting are those that are not supposed to be. Okay. So I'll speak to my personal experience. Um, I've been married, I think, 22 years this year. Real talk. And um, my husband and I, like, when I walk into the room, he still lights up. And that brings me joy. You know what I mean? So that's that's a beautiful feeling. You're on and mute. Mm-hmm. Not me? you. No, oh. she said something. Oh, and 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 I think you know. Um, we know he lights up when he sees you. Yes, um, he still opens up my car doors. You know, he still pulls out my chair. Like the chivalry, you know, it's all of dead. the, all all of that stuff still exists today. You know, in our relationship, the same that it did in the very beginning. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and when I see him light up, it makes me light up. So that and, and and don't get me wrong it's not perfect like i said it's work and it's you know it's hard but the glasses came off had, again i want y'all to know that the what yeah. i just wanted y'all to know the glasses came off again but go ahead oh okay <laughs> but because i'm um, listening when i'm but listening the, but, the, but the connection that we have um and and that that level of intimacy that i have with him and only him has gotten us through this far, you know what I mean? And it's, it's, it's a good thing when you can find it. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll say that. Yeah. I appreciate that. <laughs> Give me hope. It, it, listen, it ain't easy, but you know, it's just certain things, you know, like, I mean, to know that your, your soul mate, your person, your, your mate is still attracted to you. You know, you picked up 20, 25, 30 pounds, you know, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> you ain't the same, you know, size six that you was when y'all met, you know, and things like that. And, you know, when you walk across the room, you know, things still happen for him and you, you know, like those types of things, you know, and just the smile, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be physical, you know, mm-hmm. it's just that smile, you know, to like, damn, that's my bae, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's, it's a good feeling, mm-hmm. you know, so. I like it. I bet it is. Yeah. I bet it is. Yeah. So. And, 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 that, and that with time, understanding, commitment, loyalty, trust, and sometimes certain things are wavered in the process, but it's up to us or whether or not we intend to continue to endure and keep those things. And like I said, I know for me, um, at some point enough was enough mm-hmm. but God had been speaking to me for a long time and I was just um, in denial personally and um, spiritually and so when I finally let go I felt a huge weight lifted off my shoulder that I would have never known would have been there if I would didn't leap out on faith um, because sometimes we get complacent in our roles in our relationship and sometimes we just have to really open up and listen And so even with relationships that I'm building now, like there's a lot that I have to open up and listen because they're not for me and they're not supposed to be long-term and they're not supposed to be, you know, in this moment, but they're a part of my process and my journey and understanding myself and the relationships that I don't or that I want or don't want and, you know, all that great stuff. 
And so this has been a great conversation. I feel like there's so much more that we can piggyback off of and talk about. And I feel like there has to be a relationships part two with more of us and more questions because I had a list of questions, but you know, I like it to go organically. And so at some point we will have relationships part two and speaking to some of the things that I had in question to see how people feel about it. But hopefully after they watch this particular segment, listen, watch, really um, receive it, relate to it or not. And then maybe those women will join in on their perception and the other questions that I have. And maybe not even with any quotes in that moment, just but just speaking to the things and the questions that I have and speaking to that because we've been here um, speaking with one another. And I appreciate all of you on your different perspectives and your different values and your life experiences and sharing with the world on how you feel and being transparent, that's important. Um, so I thank you. If there's anything that you want to add to this, because again, I just said it, it's gonna be a relationships part two, it has to be. It has to be because there's certain things that we didn't touch on. And so I feel like it will be a need later on and we'll get to that. But is there anything else that you all feel like you need to share when it comes to relationships or just being um, in the moment or not and growth and all that stuff, communication and things that we talked about before we end it tonight? I'm going to let the philosopher speak. That should be Lady T then. I yes. mean, because I would coin myself as a certain thing, but I'm very much just in the moment. And so Lady T seems to be the philosopher of the night. And yes, I speak ma'am. to who I am and my true values, but ultimately, is there anything? Because Mama Bear said, you got anything else to say? Because if not, then it's over. Submit <laughs> yeah, so questions in the chat. You know, let us answer your questions. If you have questions about relationships or, you know, I just say, you know, put your questions out there. Let's talk about what the Yeah, because everybody's questions actually is going to be different. Everybody's relationships should be different. And if they have something to add to whatever we had, I am willing to listen to everyone's story. Right. Agreed. This is good. <laughs> Agreed. Yeah. And so it's been great, you know, chatting. We got, um, you know, mama bear, auntie, two little young bucks, you know, we coming up though, we growing into yes. our womanhood and you know, evolving, you know, and it's just like, it's great to have um, strong women in your own right mm -hmm. to uh, be able to look to, um, you know, we I learned from you guys also. Today. So don't ever think that you know. And it's it's good. I'm um, gonna make me a checklist. Good. It's good. Have twenty things on there. I'm gonna make me a checklist right? too. I'm gonna yeah, make sure me a checklist one. and uh Yeah, lucky I yeah, am I got mental check. No, we they I don't want to save that for part two. Right, yeah, save it for part, part two. two. I'm definitely gonna have to have a drink on that one. Mm -hmm. Yeah, my, so my, thanks for just providing a platform and for us to have this conversation and for us, you know, to talk about it. It's di four different perspectives. We should all come different. back with a checklist. Just to, just just for kicks and giggles. Well, I already have mine. Well, somebody, they got they got their soulmate. Oh, a couple they, people got their soulmate. Mm -hmm. Hey, oh, really? hey. Hey, hey. Mm -hmm. mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Are you mentioning me and Ebony? I ain't married. Never been married. Don't know if I'm getting married. <laughs> oh, they married. They married. That's like, what do you live in a common law state? Oh, she wait. So, to those okay. who are just listening and not watching, she's talking about Mama Bear Ingrid. 
that they're the technically God common law married. <laughs> Which holds up in the court of law. It does it? Does. Yes, it does. Common mm -hmm. law. Okay. Yeah, for sure. You gonna check those boxes? Have we been so in the I can get Social Security if God forbid yeah. something happens? Well, we don't know I would check that. into that in your state. Yeah, I would check into it. In the Commonwealth of Virginia, joking. we might want to check into that. But y'all been together for so long. And ultimately, it is different stipulations based on common law marriage. Right. So technically, y'all are married by common law. Know that in the state of Virginia. Three so, times more. Three times over. Correct. So. 7, 14, 21. And, and I want to be clear before we end, because we're about to end, that he did propose. Okay, so. Yes, right, he did. Right. He did propose. Yes. I am the one who said no. <laughs> yeah. mm, but anyway. Well, Sips part two. Can you write that <laughs> What happens when you say no? Yes. <laughs> he's, proposed, he's proposed, I think, a couple of times. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> part two, come back for that. So in our end quote... And I and I end quote. Um, I always have this thing, and it's um, written to me in my nonprofit as well. And so this time we're going to say relationships. So relationships and building on community and what we want and desire and what we need and what's for us. But live life and love with purpose, on purpose. We appreciate you for tuning in. We appreciate. Excuse me. Appreciate you for sharing space with us in this moment, and that hopefully within season two, as we're discussing different topics with women like us, um, that you continue to tune in to even figure out and see. And maybe it may be something that you that resonates with you as a woman, or for those men watching, because some are watching. I would love. Have, I would love to have a man. A man on. Yes. I don't know. I gotta find one, but. Well, as long as you're resonating with what it is that we're saying um, and you have your own perspective and opinion based on that, I hope that you're listening and that you're tuning in. And, and maybe I could work on that. I don't know. I don't know. You know, so many men aren't, they're prideful. And so they may or may not want to be in this platform, but hopefully we can find somebody that will give a male's perspective yeah. on what it is. So maybe in relationships part two, and we can all figure it out, find a man that may be willing and wanting to participate in this conversation and show up and show out and not say that they're speaking for all, but they're they're giving a little input based on their own perspective. So that's something to consider for relationships part two, because now they have to be. Okay. Yeah, now they have to be. Bring your own men. Nope, not doing that. Not your own men, but we might be able to find somebody that commit to it. Ebony, you bringing your, your, your husband? No. Not at all. <laughs> Send the woman with men, right? <laughs> but I love you all. Peace and blessings. We're going to stop you. here. And I thank you so much. Thank you for being with me. Thank you for sharing space. I thank you for your opinion, your reflection, and your transparency in this moment. And so it means a lot. And hopefully it sets with other people too. Thank you so much.